0: following is a production of Lift Hill Media. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the original Theme Park Podcast. Theme
1: Park Podcast.
0: This is your announcer, Neil Patrick Harris. And now, podcasting from our glass-enclosed studios in Washington, D.C., this is CoasterRadio.com. Here are your hosts,
2: my close personal friends, Mike Collins and E.B., Hey everybody, and welcome to the original Theme Park Podcast. You are listening to CoasterRadio.com. My name is Mike. I'm sitting here with EB, getting ready for some good Theme Park talk this week. Yeah, we got some good
0: Theme Park talk, Mike. We got a lot of stuff here at the top half of the show. Second half of the show, we have a wonderful, interesting guest who's going to talk to us about discovering... Uh, theme parks and roller
2: coasters as a hobby. I am so excited to talk with her. Uh, she's actually a writer. She wrote a great article for the New York Times uh, that caught both of our interests. But the neat thing about talking with her, and I think you guys at home are going to be interested in this and really enjoy it, she is right at the point of kind of switching over from like a casual theme park fan mm-hmm. into like a major theme park fan. And, and do you remember that moment where it happened for you, EB? It's seeing the GP turn yeah. into an actual enthusiast, and
0: I think that's what we're going to be talking about tonight when we talk to her. Somebody in the chat room right now is saying, a girl?
2: <laughs> They're so excited. Yeah, that's part of why we it.
0: have brought her on, too, because we need more girls.
2: Yeah, so we're going to talk with her in just a little bit. Uh, we've also got a live trip report coming up and some interesting news items here at the top of the show. A lot of news stuff, and we got one of those big ones for our first drop. Yeah, we kind of hinted at the first drop on last week's show. We said that there was the big D23 Expo out in Anaheim, uh, which I had a chance to go to uh, four years ago. It was a lot of fun. It was very interesting. Um, Just like it was four years ago, I heard this year was like incredibly crowded. People waiting two and a half hours to get into a store to buy merchandise at one point. Yeah, and, and and Dale Call
0: here here on uh, the live look-in on Tuesday night at uh, live.coasterradio.com. He guessed it. The first drop is news from D23 because there was some pretty cool news. And before
2: y'all start complaining that we're talking about Disney too much, a roller coaster was announced. Yeah, there you go. So, of course, we're going to get into all that. Let's start with the thing we talked about it last week. They did officially announce Star Wars Land. Uh, yep. The name is Galaxy's Edge. It's Star Ed? Wars Galaxy Galaxy's Edge. That's what they're calling no, it. No, but nobody's going to call it that. Yeah, they're just gonna Star Wars. Everybody's Land. Everybody's gonna call it Star Wars Land. Why? <laughs> yeah, why even bother there giving it Star Wars semi? You know, colon. Uh, uh, uh no, stop. Yeah, Star Wars Land. They're all gonna be called that. Uh, it's basically set in a remote trading port on the edge of wild space. And yeah, so, and we knew that's what it was gonna be, but yeah. to give it that name, there's no reason for that. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is that uh, Scott Trowbridge, one of the Disney Imagineers, said that this is a living place, a place where your choices matter.
0: Yeah, and this is the stuff that I'm still worried about. I did talk about this a little bit last week with the hotel announcement, which we'll get into more. (laughs) They're hyping up this stuff, and I wonder how much it's actually going to happen or – I, I'm just I'm just really trying to not have any
2: disappointment with the whole Star Wars Land thing. Yeah. Did you see the big model though that they unveiled at Detour? That was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: That was pretty cool. Where they actually had the physical model that you could look at and look down at. I I did watch that YouTube video. It's it looks very it's skinny and long. Yeah. It's not a it's not a big space.
2: Yeah. That's the thing. It's but it's so so immersive. And I wonder. Well, first off, the the thing that I love the most is I really think that Disney nerds give Roller coaster and theme park nerds a run for their money, a real run for their money. Those people were flipping out over that model and like taking photos and salivating essentially. It's only a model. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) No, but but the Star Wars nerds, you have to factor those in. I was talking to my Star Wars nerd friend and he was he was telling me all the Star Wars side of things and how people are upset because why is this its own place and it doesn't make sense? It shouldn't be. But then what, what, what else would it be? Um, if it wasn't its own immersive place, would you just kind of go from planet to planet to planet, and that wouldn't be immersive because right. you wouldn't be able to walk between planets? So to make it its own planet, I don't know. It's it's interesting because you do have those three different factions: you know, theme park enthusiasts, Star Wars enthusiasts, and Disney enthusiasts, all with their opinions. It yeah. must be
2: really hard to balance satisfying all three of those communities. I think they're doing it the right way, though. I don't think you make it a setting in the movie i think you make it its own thing so you can have its own stories i think that's really the what you have to do i i, I
0: guess but you're not going to be able to go into the cantina
2: right i mean yeah. you're not going to be able to go to Jabba's palace you're
0: not going to be able to go to the sandbarge you can't do these classic things that you might want to do you can't go to cloud city right that stuff isn't on this planet
2: hmm interesting yeah i mean that's an interesting it, argument yeah yeah.
0: I mean, yes, I suppose you might walk around the corner and there's an Ewok there, but you can't go to Ewok Village. It's yeah. not
2: there. It's not there. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good argument. I, wonder, I, don't I don't wonder how much of that discussion went on behind the scenes. So, You know, one of my favorite rides at Disney's Hollywood Studios was the Great Movie Ride. I love that ride. I've always mm-hmm. loved it. Uh, they're gutting it, EB. It's going to be gone. Yep. Ride it soon because it's, it's going to be gone pretty soon. It's going to be replaced by Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway.
0: Yeah, I, and they were kind of trying to sell this as, oh, we haven't forgotten our classic characters. Yeah, that's kind of what they were trying to do. Um, it, it it has some cool stuff that's going to be happening with it, but I don't know. Do we need to? Yeah, it, they, it it feels like. Um, what was the? Was it in um, Inside Out where they had the Mickey and Minnie short
2: at the beginning? Yes. Yeah. And
0: it and it just felt kind of forced. It didn't feel
2: um, real. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, by the way, what this is going to be is a ride that allows you to step through the movie screen and, mm-hmm. and, and you find yourself inside a Mickey Mouse cartoon. That's Right, and be. that's
0: why it reminded me of that Inside Out thing because there was sort of that crossing the barrier thing. And it didn't seem – it didn't seem honest to me. It's, It yeah. felt uh, – there was a cynical vibe to it, Yeah, having I- the old black and white cartoon in front of this high-tech experience. And it seems like the same thing here.
2: Yeah, I was very surprised though because it, that for years there has been a rumor of upgrading Great Movie Ride with new technology. And, and new movies. That would be I would be fine it, with that and yeah. keep it TV ride. Yeah, I was just really shocked that they would gut the whole idea of having a ride through the movies in a way that like, you know, with um yeah, you know, new technology, uh, you know, big like remember a long time ago they talked about that cube Thing that you go into this room and you'd be surrounded on all sides by the imagery mm-hmm. like they, they were I, I guess i guess that got totally pushed back and now they're just going to do a mickey ride which is which is fine if you want to mickey there is no great mickey ride at the moment so i don't know it should be interesting i'm just i'm bummed to see that ride go i always enjoyed it even if it was old i guess and I, I mean kids still know mickey mouse and i suppose this is a good way to
0: keep kids understanding who mickey mouse is
2: yeah Uh, Nobody is complaining about a new ride coming to Epcot's France Pavilion or Ratatouille-inspired attraction. So everybody's excited about that. It's pretty much the same thing uh, that came to Disneyland Paris in 2014. Great. Yeah, build the forced perspective Eiffel Tower, the whole thing. Make me some more France. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be cool, like some type of roller coaster-type attraction. Uh, One thing that has mixed reactions right now is a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction uh, that will replace— World of Energy and the whole LM DeGeneres, Bill Nye ride that's there currently.
0: Yeah, but I, I do like the fact that this kind of builds a, a plaza of some sort, it looks like, which remembers uh, the it, the first movie had that plaza scene. Yeah. And so if, if they can make that happen, that's kind of cool. That's that's And they can have a walk-around Groot. I think that was in some of the artwork was that there would be a walk-around Groot character that you could
2: meet and greet. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be neat. Yeah, the thing that's surprising me that people are upset about is that the backstory—they haven't really said what this ride is going to be yet, but they're hinting at the backstory because they released a photo— Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> is in the Guardians of the Galaxy Maybe headquarters. Yeah, they should. But they released a photo hey guys. with her pantsuits and all that. And she dances. Yeah. But Star-Lord, <laughs> a young Star-Lord, supposedly visited Epcot when he was a, a kid. And they have a picture of him in front of Spaceship Earth. And somehow that's going <laughs> to— I gonna, like that a lot, yeah. actually.
0: That's really great.
2: Yeah, so that is what's going— it's, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's all like it rooted in the Epcot story. So I think we might be pleasantly surprised— but, oh, boy. So Disney parks exist in the Marvel exp- the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's essentially what they're saying. So I like that idea that they're not just saying, oh, here's a Guardian of the Galaxy ride kind of out of place. They're going to try to make it fit with e- Epcot, which could work. I like that. <laughs> so I'm going to see a kid walking around, and he's actually a, a secret face character. Yeah, yeah. Of Star Wars, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's pretty good. You know what else they're going to do, too? Remember we were talking about – Last week with the Star Wars Hotel uh, Mm -hmm. that you could look out through your window and there would be projections. So it would make it feel like you were in space or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're on a a cruise. Yeah, they're going to have an entire restaurant next to Mission Space at Epcot that will uh, make it seem like you are eating miles above the Earth. I like it. This is good. Now,
0: now see, and this is the sort of thing that I was hoping for was that they would be able to give— you know, the regular folk who can't afford a thousand bucks a night per person, yeah. some of those same experiences. And so this is a good thing.
2: Yeah, that's good. It's not going to be Star Wars themed. It'll it's be not like Star Wars, space, but it's still but, the same sort of stuff. Yeah. So I like that. That's cool. Hopefully, they will have some type of an effect that takes you to space you know like you just don't walk through the door and you're in space hopefully there's uh, something I on Star Trek experience <laughs> the <laughs> transporter room effect yeah I hope they do something like that <laughs> I remember that that. Yeah. that was great so uh one of the big announcements uh that was hinted on uh everywhere last week we talked about it on the show Tron is indeed coming to Magic Kingdom Tron is coming so yes, yes
0: they're they're going to jam Tron or they're going to jam Tron
2: in there it's going to fit it's going to be fine and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. They're saying it's going to be ready for the 2021 uh, 50th anniversary festivities. At, right. Uh, and that's at- what
0: people are really looking forward to. I, I have started to hear the buzz about the 50th anniversary
2: is going to be a big deal. Yeah. And Tron. Ought to be a part of that i think that's great yeah that's cool um they also um they've got a whole bunch of new hotels including the star wars themed resort that is happening mm-hmm. yep yep that's we confirmed
0: talk- so that's happening too Yeah, we talked about thing, that last the, thousand, week. the 900 bucks or whatever it's going to be per person and the the interactivity
2: and the decisions that you make follow you into like you were saying they follow you into the park and it changes blah 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 yeah the whole thing couple other quick things. Toy Story Land is going to open in summer 2018 at Disney's Mm -hmm. Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. uh, At California Adventure, the Big Paradise Pier is now going to be Pixar Pier. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's going to be interesting. Uh, And then I think the other cool thing is they did confirm the gondola system coming to Walt Disney World. That is actually going to happen. Yeah, that's uh, cool. You know, a different way to kind of get around. You know, Walt Disney World is roughly the size of San Francisco. Uh, This Disney Skyliner, I think they're going to call it. Uh, it's going to take you between the Art of Animation Resort, Pop Century, and Caribbean Resorts, and also go to Disney's Hollywood Studios and the International Gateway at Epcot. So get ready for those hotels. How that- fast is that going to go, though? I know. That's a good question. How long right? will, how long As, will that mean, take? will that those things are slow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't know. Maybe it, Maybe it's fast. Yeah. So, man, those are a lot of announcements, right? Like, those are all some big things coming to the American parks. A lot, of stuff, a lot of stuff coming to the parks, but I think they have to make that stuff be happening because they're feeling
0: the pressure from Universal, and so they are
2: answering it bigly. Yes, yes. Now, here's the question, though, and we'll get into this over the next couple of years. Is now, does Universal, at this point, start flipping out a little bit once they see that Star Wars model? Because yeah. remember what we've always said. If, if you're just average Joe Blow out there, you have a Harry Potter park, and you have a Star Wars park, where are more people gonna go right right yeah Star Wars is is everlasting I think for most people Star or am Wars I wrong or, I don't know I, like or are there more Harry Potter geeks you know like I mean and they're trying to stretch Harry Potter as
0: much as they can there's gonna be yeah. a fantastic beasts sequel that's coming out and so they're trying to keep it going but I don't I, – I just don't see how they can. Yeah. I mean, this is what we talked about. I mean, years ago when they first – we were hearing rumors about Harry Potter
2: Land at Universal. It's not going to have the staying power. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait just to see what happens when, when both are open. It's going to be fascinating. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have hinted at it. Uh, it's been all over, like, Reddit and the different theme park boards. But uh, Six Flags Over Georgia said – this week, that Georgia Cyclone is closing at the end of this month. Yes, yeah, so it's happening. So it's it's going away. This is a classic
0: wooden roller coaster, and is it going away and going away forever? And they're putting something else, you know, in in that same spot, or is this an RMC? I mean, that's what that's what everybody always says, right? Whenever you close down a wooden roller coaster, it's going to get an RMC.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, it, it, they're just throwing this thing away. You really think you don't think it's? An I don't RMC. know. I don't know. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking RMC. I think, yeah, I mean— Why know. wouldn't
0: you announce it at the same time that you're announcing it's closing?
2: That's always a good point. It's so
0: you can kind of get a one-two punch, so you can do like a big ride it for the last time, media yeah. push, blah, 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 and then the next day, you say, ha-ha, JK rolling. <laughs> I <laughs> We're actually going to be opening it again.
2: Yeah, you know, that's a good question, though. Why would you— do it so fast before the july 31st you know like why wouldn't you say hey we're going to close it at the end of august and give everybody two months to run in and ride the horrible roller coaster before it shuts down
0: yeah i, I we'll see we'll see what happens yeah I mean, and six flags i mean they had a bit of an upheaval there with switching out the ceos and who knows what the direction is going to be i mean that guy The they're they're bringing back the old guy
2: yeah they're, yeah they're
0: getting rid of the dumb bald guy who was doing those announcements and i was like who is this cop well, <laughs> he always reminded me of like a cop. yeah he does yeah, but that big bald dude He's like here's what's coming and I'm friendly <laughs> like no you're officer friendly and you're gonna bust me and my friends for smoking in the courtroom
2: friendly no but you know they always have those videos at the end of August they always say here's what's coming next year so maybe they're just waiting yeah, they're gonna do we'll it all see. at once do it all at once we'll yeah. I think I think the RMC is coming. One other thing I wanted to talk about very quickly. We'll get into this more as we get closer to Halloween. But I loved what Bush Gardens Williamsburg announced this past week mm-hmm. uh, for their Hallow Scream event coming up. They're going to pretty much have all of the same houses except for one. There's going to be one brand new house. And it's called Frostbite, and it's going to be inside the Curse of Dark Castle building. Oh, so I walk through the dark ride. Yes, you actually walk through there, I I suppose, right along the track. Uh, There's been talk about, are they going to remove the track in the middle? What are they going to do? But you will walk through the dark ride itself. Um, They're saying that the storyline will not be the same as Curse of Dark Castle. it, It will be different, but they will be using the screens. They will be using the sets. Oh, the screens! Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, that's interesting because I I was thinking
0: they would just use, uh, you know, the fact that there's an indoor path, yes, right? And they yeah. would do everything new. But if, if they're going to be actually putting new projections up and things like that, that's really interesting to it's see what cool. this could be. This could be, you know, a really, really great attraction, not yeah. just another walkthrough haunt.
2: I know. It's cool, right? I really love that idea because it's a big, giant, you know— building that they can change they can control the temperature in if they're calling it frostbite they could make it really cold in there evil elsa is gonna come out yeah yeah, that's true i liked there was a lot of coaster boy talk about what they could put in there like would they put the alpengeist in there you know like he's not too far away around the corner uh would they put that ghost would they put in some of the ghosts you know like a, a werewolf like the big bad wolf would they do that would they you know make it uh, with characters. Uh, oh, that know. would be really cute. If they had
0: <laughs> really cute, it's a haunt. Yeah. It would be really cute if they did like a Bush Gardens retrospective. Like you go in there and the Loch Ness monster comes out at you. Yes, that sort
2: of. sure. I would love it if they had a haunt like that with all but of that, the but bush. That's. I mean, I'm just surprised
0: they would do the screens though, because that's a when you just hire some local teenagers to dress up and jump out at you yeah that's one thing or you hire some carpenters to build some flats and you you know a chain link fence is now suddenly an insane asylum whatever but to make animations and and that's that's quite the expense that is yeah that's what i'm wondering what that will be this could be a big deal
2: yeah 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 you know the other thing too is at at one point we were saying hey do we do a curse of dark castle walkthrough for the bush gardens meetup but mm. now, maybe there's a walkthrough of this. Who knows? Who knows what it is? Oh, movie. a little preview, a little lights on tour. Yeah, why not? Sure. Uh, you and I may have to uh, see what we can do for that. Uh, I think we react to this announcement just like that. Yep. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Hey, yeah, I like
0: I saw that. the news. We gotta-
2: <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk with Elizabeth Alterman in just a little bit. She is the writer who uh, wrote a great article for the New York Times, uh, basically called How I Became That Weird Theme Park Mom.
0: Yeah, so this is really great. Again, we're going to talk to somebody who is turning the corner from GP to coaster enthusiasts. Not only that, but she's a mom, and you don't see a lot of moms going to the theme park and not sitting on the bench. Like you know, she's in line. She's she's pulling the kids right behind her.
2: Yeah, we've got that and a live trip report coming up. But first, it's time for a little housekeeping. Housekeeping time here
0: at CoasterRadio.com. We'll do this. So, Mike housekeeping go to coastradio.com first before you do your amazon shopping that's the housekeeping that's it it's so simple that's all we Click need the you logo to logo at the
2: top of the page just don't forget to do it that's the thing people are, are getting back to doing it eb we're, we're all right we're not we're not going into the red again like we were Good.
0: so back to school shopping you're gonna go on there you gotta buy specifically the teacher is asking for pre-sharpened ticonderoga pencils yes You're not going to go to Walmart and find those. Go to Amazon.com to find those by going to CoasterRadio.com first and clicking the Amazon logo at the top of the page. Buy the ream of paper, the pack of Crayola washable markers, and all of those things that you need for school supplies. Back to school is happening. Do your shop at CoasterRadio.com first before you click the Amazon logo at the top of the page. Yes, thank you so much for that. Also, head to Reddit. We've got our own subreddit now. That's kind of cool. Yeah, the subreddit's happening. It's, it, it's working. It's slow and steady. Uh, it's the new forum, forum really, where we talk about what's happening on the podcast, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, trips that me and Mike are making, and then also just you guys posting um, topics and discussing amongst yourselves what's going on in the Coaster community. So find CoasterRadio.com on Reddit. We've got our own
2: subreddit on there. And uh, join in the conversation. Yes. I've been loving with the stuff that's posted there. Actually, I've, I've learned some things there, too. It's kind of interesting what other listeners are posting and talking about. It's really cool. So mm-hmm. head on over there. Let's have a live trip report because Elizabeth is uh, standing by. Our producers are behind the scenes just talking with her, doing a little pre-interview and stuff. Eb, so uh, uh, All right. Thanks, Roz. Keep, yeah. keep her busy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So let's play a live trip report. Brian and Tim got to check out a Ghostbusters attraction. They called in with this live trip report.
3: Hey, Mike and EB, this is Tim. And this is Brian. And we just did something really cool. Hey, Mike and EB, this is Tim. And
1: this is Brian.
3: And we just did something really cool on my New York City vacation. We went to Madame Tussauds and we did the Ghostbusters Dimension Mm. VR experience.
1: Yeah, and I know everything like lately is VR with roller coasters and stuff at the parks, but this VR is unlike anything you've ever experienced. It's full, full, 100% immersion where literally you have to – if you see a doorway in front of you, you have to walk through that doorway.
3: Yeah. What's amazing about this is I thought it would be some sort of augmented reality, but it is actually full VR and you are walking through the attraction. So they had to overlay the VR onto a physical room so that you can actually walk through doors. You can touch walls. You can grab onto railings. So anything you see in VR, you actually can interact with. In the experience,
1: yeah, and uh, you know, I don't want to give away any uh, spoilers and stuff, but just like you know, you get this full—they—they actually strap you into this full vest that has, um, I guess, what do you call that, Tim? Vibration or something?
3: Yeah, a a haptic feedback, maybe. I don't don't know if that's the right terminology, but yeah, vibration, tactile feedback.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So if you get like hit by something, uh, you know, I'll just leave it at that. You will feel it, and it's great because. You know, you actually, you know, from in the physical version, it kind of looks like you're putting on a full-on proton full yeah full proton pack. And yeah, and you uh, get a
3: you get an actual prop gun. Yeah, to carry with that you can actually see. Inside your VR and, and shoot with.
1: Yeah, and you like you can like trigger it and reload it and stuff. It's it's really just like it's cool. I, I can't even describe it. Uh, as I said, it is worth. You have to get the VIP ticket. You got to get the full expensive ticket for the, the for the whole museum and uh, comes with the Marvel thing and and but this is an extra thing. There is the Ghostbusters experience you go through, which is actually cool enough. But it was kind of funny to see all the people turned away from this attraction who didn't realize they needed to pay extra. They did not do the research, apparently. <laughs> and uh it was but let me tell you, it is worth every penny. I would do it again in a heartbeat.
3: Yeah, if you want to feel like a real, honest to god, Ghostbuster, fighting ghost, uh in a completely uh percent immersive VR experience, you have to go see this thing. It is Absolutely incredible! The, the way they did the tracking and stuff, so that you can actually walk through this without killing yourself, is amazing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and and anyone that knows me
3: knows I'm very klutzy, So the fact that I I survived is a is a is a big uh, plus. <laughs> anyway, yeah, guys, just want to give you that trip report because we were just so impressed. It was probably one of the neatest theme attraction type things I've ever done. Yeah, it's, it's same
1: here, and I I just know you guys would love you guys would absolutely love it. It is. You know, Mike, I know you say you come to the city a lot. You have to go to their hands down
3: next trip. Easily. Oh, wow. Yes. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Take it easy. So
2: there they are, the guys from the Civil Gore Podcast, EB. That's a great review of that Ghostbusters attraction. Very cool.
0: That's awesome. No, the the VR stuff is really cool. So, Mike, you do have to go ride that because I want to um, hear what you have to say um, about that. Some of this stuff is so wild. I played this game called Super Hot recently. Our public library has VR headsets, and they do um, sessions where you can come in and try them out, and you can play games. And I played this game called Super Shot, Super Hot. Yeah, and it's a first person shooter game. It's crazy. Wow! Because you actually. Put on the goggles, and then you are in a scene. You have to look and pick up a gun and shoot bad guys, and you have g- physical guns in your hands yeah. that match what you do. It's it's really really neat. So to go and have not only the the, the VR experience standing still, but to be able to walk through a space. Yeah, I I, I want to try this out. This is this is the future, and I think we're we're going to be seeing more and more of this stuff as it gets refined and figured out. This is going to be what is going to yeah. be competing with roller coasters in the future yeah. because yeah. I don't know. Would you rather ride a roller coaster
2: or be a Ghostbuster? Yeah. And you tell me I get to shoot a proton pack and like feel the force of it and stuff. Come on. I'm right. down with that, man. Yeah. And imagine how great it is because the, the parks or you know attractions like this <clears> don't have to actually build the physical sets. They just have to build mock-ups of it. Yeah, There's just blanks. Yeah, it's just
0: a big blank set. And then they VR overlay and the whole thing. It's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, you got to get up there and try that. I got to get
2: over there and try that. Too. Oh, I need to. I need to. E.B., one of the things that I do every week, I know you do it, too, as we kind of prepare for each week's episode is we kind of do you do it like I do? Like, do you get a Google News Feed just full of all of like the best articles that are, you know, either online or in newspapers about theme parks and thrill rides? Do you do that, too?
0: You type in you type in theme park and then you hit the news tab on Google.
2: Yeah, 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 and, and, yeah. yeah. And I get something every single day. I get like a, a digest at the end of the day, just filled. And it's
0: usually stupid. It's that one guy who always puts his name out there, like, oh, what are the ten best tips <laughs> for
2: something? No, no, we don't want to talk to that guy. No, no, we want to talk to somebody who like writes a really good article, one that makes you think, <laughs> one that makes you get excited about the parks and remember why we love this stuff. And you actually reached out to somebody. Um, and it was funny, you said, like, hey, I here's somebody I want to bring on the show. But it was great because that very day I had read her article in the New York Times. You saw it too. And so, yes, yeah. we want to welcome now joining us
0: with us right now is our friend Elizabeth Alterman. Hi, Liz.
4: Hey guys, thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, hey, so Liz, you wrote an article earlier this month in the New York in, in the New York Times. Um, and it was titled How I Became That Weird. Theme park mom. And Mike and I both <laughs> saw this article and we immediately said, This is different. This is somebody who is talking about the parks in a different way. And this article isn't long enough. So we need to bring her on the, on the oh, podcast to talk to her some thank more.
4: You. I could talk tell, about it all
0: day. So tell us, tell folks about the article for people who haven't seen it. We'll, we'll post a link to it on the Facebook page oh, and on Coaster Radio.com. Um, but tell tell people about it who are listening right now.
4: Oh, okay. Sure. Well, I guess, you know, my kids are getting older. I have three boys and right now they're 15, 12 and 10. And so I sort of thought, you know, it's totally normal, but they're kind of, you know, more interested in hanging out with their friends or watching baseball or doing their own thing. And I sort of felt like I was kind of getting left in the dust of it. And so I wanted to prove to them, you know, I'm still fun. I'm, I'm more than that boring lady telling you to floss and fold the laundry. So <laughs> I got, um, an email as, I guess with a a promo for season passes for Six Flags and mm-hmm. we live uh, in New Jersey and our great adventure is just about an hour away from our home so when I saw the price I thought wow you know this could be something that we could all do together. I love roller coasters. I have since I was a kid and, um, you know, my boys do too. So I, I kind of put it to them like, Hey, what do you think about this? And so the article kind of talks about how, you know, we all were kind of all in right from the beginning and then it just got better from there. And so I have to say last summer, as crazy as it sounds, we probably went about nine times Oh yeah. and, uh, you know, my son got the app on his phone and we would kind of track like where the shortest lines are we kind of you know by the end of the day we'd walked about 10 miles kind of backtracking just to kind of beat the lines and it was a lot of a lot of fun bonding along the way and you know in the article I kind of touched on that when we're there we're kind of more like buddies than mother and sons so
0: yeah nice so before you went on this trip you were I mean a, a casual fan at best, right? I mean, how were you? Right. You weren't getting out to the parks all over the place and, and learning about the apps and beating lines and riding roller coasters, right? <laughs> I mean, you you guys didn't go to the parks that much.
4: No, we didn't. You know, growing up, my parents took me to Hershey Park probably every summer, and it was a lot of fun. And I, you know, those are some great memories that I have. So I kind of wanted to do that for my own kids, but we'd go maybe once a season at best until we bought those season passes. And then, um, you know, when the free parking's included, I kind of felt like, Hey, if we've got a Saturday with nothing to do, let's go, let's go. And, for and, it.
0: and you were immediately hooked. It seems like, and you really went all in because on that trip you rode King to Ka <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, I have to say, not since childbirth have I experienced like such an intense <laughs> physical thing. It was, and I said to my husband, you oh. have to, You have to go on this because...
0: You told your husband, I haven't felt something this intense physically in a long time.
4: (laughs) I did. I did. I told him. Fortunately, he's a good sport. And he went on it and he said, I see exactly what you're saying. It's, you know, there's nothing like that when you launch like that and you don't even have time to see where you are or it's just crazy. Have you guys... Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we
0: were there. We were there opening weekend for that one. Uh, oh, wow. Great. Did you did you know about that ride? Did you when you went to the park? I mean, it's been a while if you, if we, you don't go to the park that much. Do you pay attention to the parks? Are you more of a casual fan who who maybe sees the TV commercial and that sort of thing? Were you surprised that King De Ka was there and, and what it was?
4: Well, I have to say my son, who is 15, he's kind of, you know, spearheading the, uh, you know, keeping us updated on the latest things at the parks and, you know, steel coasters and ones that are being transformed from wooden to steel. So, and he, I guess he has an interest in the whole like engineering physics background. So he'll tell me, but until I actually saw it, when I parked the car, I couldn't really picture it or he'll pull up videos on YouTube, like, Hey, this is what we're going on. This is what we're riding. And I just kind of yes him. And then when I saw it, I thought, Oh man, I've agreed to go on this now I'm really gonna have to do it, but it was it was amazing. it was a lot of
0: fun. This is awesome because um, it was kind of a whim that sparked something for your family, a new hobby. Um, what we love so much and what's so interesting is it's a mom. <laughs> That is into the parks, because a lot of times, I mean, there's not I mean, it's 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 a it's a guy hobby for the most part. We have found, you know, we've always been trying our best to reach out to to the greater community. Um, And we hear from a lot of husbands that say, yeah, I'm coming to the park. I'm going to I'm going to meet you guys at the park or let's go ride this ride. I'm really excited about the new coaster. Yeah, my wife is staying at home.
4: Uh, No, you're the one
0: in the family. So this is awesome to talk to you this.
4: I am. Yeah, my husband. He still. He gets a little dizzy. He had a bad experience on a scrambler a few years ago. So uh, you know, if he's up to it, it's like a PTSD look. thing.
0: Uh, bad experience on the scrambler.
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, can't
0: even, I can't even look at a, at an egg without having flashbacks.
4: Exactly. He he just will not even look at a tilt a whirl. But he did he did try King the Cob, But other times he will he'll sit on the bench. He'll hold our hat. You know, my kids' hats, my purse. He's a great sport about it. So. Yeah.
2: There are so many things in this article that we love, and I, I, I just want to get into some of them because, like, a, as I was reading it, there are so many things that you wrote that I have said as well, and I have like said to other people, and so I was like, oh my gosh, this is like you know a spiritual connection here that oh, I'm feeling with Liz, I but, felt that way. yeah. So it like the the one thing I love the title, like how you became that weird theme park mom, because I think one of the things that we talk about here all the time is that you kind of sometimes from like colleagues and friends and stuff get a weird look when you say you know i'm an adult i'm in my 30s or 40s but i'm going to the theme park even if you're taking your kids they're like Absolutely. and you, you even said you're it right the excited one right yeah you even said it in the article like they that they were saying why would you want to do that i think exactly. that that's such a fascinating thing what you talked
4: about in the article Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's true. Because, you know, especially, too, having the passes, we'd get great deals via email, like bring a friend for free, bring a friend for nine ninety nine. So I'd say to my kids, like, hey, you want to bring a buddy? Like, That's fine. And the mom would say, like, oh, God, Liz, why are you doing this? Like, are you <laughs> telling them what's going on? And, like, having three boys, say, do you really want a fourth boy? And so funny, you know, the adrenaline rush, like driving home, we're always, like, wide awake, talking about what was your favorite ride, what was your favorite. And I'd pull up to their houses to drop some of these kids off and the mom would come out with a bottle of wine or a <laughs> gift certificate to a local restaurant thanking me thinking I probably had the worst day ever and little does she know like I'm screaming right along with them and yeah. you know we just we had so much fun
0: yeah do you think are you have you over the course of the summer are you inspiring any of these moms to chase the feeling that you get <laughs> when you ride roller coasters are <laughs> can you communicate this to them and drag I'm them along trying. maybe
4: I'm trying. I did share the article on my Facebook page. I did have some moms say, you know what, you're really making me reconsider my summer plans. And I do have a good friend who she also has three boys and she's a lot of fun. And she's headed out to Cedar Point in a couple of weeks. And then um, she's following it up with a water park in Wisconsin. So um, she and I said, when we get these kids back to school in September, we're going to go do King the Ka together.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. nice. I think this could be a thing. I think there could be like a mom's only coaster club, right? Instead of sure. like doing wines and canvas yeah, or something stupid club. like that no, you've got to go out to the park with like. A, can you imagine, Mike? Like a group of like a dozen uh, middle-aged women like pour, pouring into a queue line. You'd be like, "What is happening here?" It, like, it, so it would confused. be. Yeah,
2: you're right. You're right because it seems like as as the, people grow older, it seems to be more dudes. You know, that's what you find. Like it's it's a lot of guys going and stuff. So, but but Liz, what do you think if you were to talk to like you know other women you know and who are adults? What would you say is the misconception that they have about theme parks? What is it that they think, but that you could like sort of prove wrong?
4: Well, I guess, you know, for me, I think the thing that I love about it is, uh, you know, there are many times as a mom, I've been a stay at home mom. I've been a working mom. There are times where you just want to go lock yourself in the bathroom and scream. And of (laughs) course, you know, the the neighbors would would call someone or you think the kids are going to think I'm going off the rails but when you're going down a roller coaster like that you can scream all you want and it's completely socially acceptable but yeah. um you know i guess there are those moms who sit on the bench and i always want to say to them hey you're missing out just go try this i think they feel they're going to you know either be sick to their stomach mm-hmm. or you know well what's going to happen to my hair and i just think you know you have to just let all that go and yeah. embrace it
2: yeah that was another thing that you had in the article that i loved is that and i think we've even talked a little bit about it here but it's kind of like when you're on that roller coaster, nothing else matters for that three minutes, you know, it's so true. you know, because like, I think that I, I think it's like the blessing that our brains can't process anymore.
4: Exactly. exactly. I know when the first time I rode King to Kai, I was sure I was going to look out and, you know, see my car and have this great view. Maybe I'd see Philadelphia. And like before I knew it, I was back you know on the ground again it just happens so fast you don't have time to think about anything else
0: oh yeah it's giving yourself up because once you're locked in and that thing starts you don't have any choice and 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 as the head of household you know you have so you you were all about choices and responsibilities it's nice to kind of be strapped into a steel train and let some teenager have control for once
4: it's true it's true once they give you that all clear you're gone and you're out of there and no turning back
0: so, so Liz, you're already moving down your coaster nerd checklist. You said you've been back to the park a, a whole bunch of times this summer, but now you and your boys you've got you've made it to Cedar Point. Is that right?
4: We did. We, did. we loved it.
0: So you, you, you've already gone to the, the America's roller coast, and I'm glad that you figured out quickly where you were supposed to go to kind of move up the list of, of, of coaster cred. Uh, but you're planning a trip to Carowinds now, right?
4: We hope to. That's definitely next on our list. So. so you
0: guys are kind of addicted and you're making these plans. How do you research your must-go parks? Are you discovering all of these new parks and like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that existed. I didn't know that ride existed. Oh, I have to go there. I have to go there.
4: Exactly. It's, you know, my, again, my 15 year old, he's the one who's really into it. So he'll kind of, you know, show me things on the website. What do you think about this? And then we try to coordinate when we went to Cedar Point. We also went to Pittsburgh and, you know, I try to put a little extra something in there. So we checked out the Frank Lloyd Wright house, um, yeah. falling water outside of Pittsburgh. And, you know, so it was, kind of, I tried to do like kind of a cultural theme park tour. So we get a little something so then I can tell the other moms, it was semi-educational. also.
0: <laughs> right. This is really I gotta good. keep up
4: some street cred here in town. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I'm hoping that that'll be our next one. But I was saying too, because we don't live far from um, New York, I've never been to Coney Island and I've never ridden the Cyclone. So I sort of feel like we've just, you know, come off of Gatekeeper and these amazing rides at Cedar Point. Maybe we should kind of go old school for a bit and go check that one out. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we've talked to a lot of people who have discovered the hobby, um, maybe, you know, later than a lot of other people. And it's kind of neat to be able to watch them take their journey and what they choose and where they choose to go as they discover things. So this is kind of fun. Liz, we're going to have to keep in touch and and, and following along with you and and see how this journey uh, unfolds.
4: Thank you. Yeah, that yeah, would I'm excited. Be I'm excited to see where we go next. And uh, now, what about
0: Hershey Park? Because I mean, oh, have yeah. you been back to Hershey Park since you were a kid? Because that's a very different park these days.
4: Yes, yes, we went a couple of years ago, and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think at the time my kids were still kind of little, so unfortunately, I felt like I was kind of back to my youth, where my parents and my brothers didn't want to go. On I think it was um, Super Duper Looper that was there when I was a oh, kid.
0: Yeah. Oh
4: yeah. Uh, but um, so they, they definitely want to get back cause now they're braver. So uh, they were hoping to hit that on the way home from Ohio. But I said, I think, <laughs> I think we're out of cash for this trip, but um, I think
0: theme park road trip is in your future. 2018 It's going to happen.
4: <laughs> yeah. We went to Williamsburg um, two summers ago and that was great. We, um, I think uh, Griffin was one of our favorites. Oh there. yeah. And um, is it for That was another favorite. Uh, we were riding that one just as a storm was coming in, so it was a, a little extra drama there with the <laughs> lightning and thunder. That's great. <laughs> Are the effects real or not? Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> well, see, this is great because then you can start looking at like West Coast trips. There's so many great yes. parks out there. And, oh, definitely. Yeah. EB, you're so right. If you
4: guys have any recommendations. You know, now I'm, I'm definitely going to be listening all the
2: time. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We see? Co-
0: the- I the agree. Coaster Radio meetups. We do we do like two meetups a year. You can come meet up, hang out with
4: us. We'll ride yeah, rides we, together. Yeah. That would be fun.
2: <laughs> that is see, and uh, and before you know it you'll start like, you know, being at all those type of things. Like, cuz you are exactly You're gonna join
0: the, Ameri- the the Coaster Enthusiast yeah, Club, the yeah. whole <laughs> thing.
2: You are exactly where EB and I were when we started this podcast cuz we were just casual fans. We started oh. it up and now here we are 12 years later and it's just be That's it's right. exploded. So it's
4: kind of ah. I think it's a it's a great chance. You know, I probably never would have made it out to that part of Ohio if it weren't yeah. for Cedar Point. So mm-hmm. it was yeah. beautiful.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, there are so many. And you could, uh, Kennywood, that's another. There are so many that, you know, just great parks that, you know. You're in a good driving, spot. Yeah. yeah. Within driving distance of where you are. So, oh,
4: exactly. man.
2: But, E.B., I like your idea. I think, Liz, that we should keep up with it, keep in track with you of what you're doing and, like, you know, maybe check in every, like, I six months. That-
0: and I think Liz needs to really get aggressive with recruiting the moms because I would just love to see moms riding roller coasters. See, Liz, you've you've got a little bit of experience, but I think you got to rope in those first time coaster riders yes I right? there's, there's plenty of moms out there like i've never ridden one of those never oh yeah come with me
4: exactly yeah i'd love to see their reactions because it is it's unlike anything else you know especially that king the car
0: <laughs> you got you, you got to get him out there on like the wine fest days and just like buy them a lot of wine tickets and then oh yeah come on I, 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 we, we'll wait in line over here oh i don't know what's at the end of the line <laughs> and then just get him on the rides
4: exactly no turning back All
2: Right. I love it. Well, this has been fantastic. It's been so great talking with you. And what we're going to do is post a link to the article on, oh, our, on our website so that people, like, as they're checking out this, uh, web, uh, checking out this podcast episode, uh, they can read that because it was, it was a great read. And it was funny that EB and I found it on the same day and we're, uh, oh, and we're both excited. I really
4: appreciate it. it. Yeah,
2: it's been great having you on the show.
4: Oh, thank you, thank you guys so much, and I, I hope you get to many more parks this summer too.
2: So there we go, E.B. Nice to talk with Liz because you're right. Like we, you're so right. This is such a, a dude-driven hobby. Like when we should go to those meetups, it's mostly dudes, but it's great that there are ladies getting into the hobby too. And, and especially, you know, talking with Liz, like being a mom and going there with her sons and stuff. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's it's really cool.
0: I mean, what caught my eye, and I'm sure you too, is it's really interesting to to see a casual fan, right? The GP and then you catch them right at that moment where they kind of turn the corner yes yeah right and that's really cool that's exactly where Liz is so yeah to catch her at that and kind of get her first impression so uh, it's kind of like us you know all of the listeners me and you looking back kind of like you mentioned at that time that we turned the corner yeah and and catching somebody in that moment and then talking to them so that was really cool to have Liz uh, share that with us and I I do want to follow her adventures so especially is she going to keep up with it is she going to follow through is she going to get even deeper like she's going to start planning family vacations around theme parks and roller coasters her her oldest son it sounds like is way into it so maybe that'll happen um or, or is it gonna fall away and, and i want to keep up i want to find out it's interesting and she's got
2: the right ideas that she's you- probably gonna
0: start a podcast
2: <laughs> like all of our listeners yeah, kick our butts but you know like the best part about that and she's got the right idea is you build a theme park trip around a certain city but you make sure you explore the surrounding area too
0: yeah i guess <laughs> no, I I, I I like to do that too. Yeah, you, yeah. You make the theme park experience a part of it. You know, you you plan a trip to the city, and then you go to the park
2: that's at that city. Right. That's fun. yeah. Sure. So much fun. So much fun. So thank you so much to Liz for being here, and thanks to all of you guys too. Uh, yep. Next week it's going to be a lot of fun. Eb, the live trip report show coming up next uh, week. We got to do a live trip report show every year, and it's coming up next week. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. So that's coming up. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's been sending in those live trip reports. We also want to thank everybody who has been helping out the show at Patreon. That's right.
0: If you want to support the show, if you want to throw a buck in the tip jar, or if you want to, you know, pay what you want, it's a pay what you want subscription program or listeners of CoastRadio.com, So Patreon.com slash radio. You can pledge what you want. There's perks at every level, a buck, two bucks, five bucks, ten bucks, all the way up there. And we are going to say thank you right now on the podcast to those at the $20 level.
2: They are Rick Burnley, Coasters Galore on YouTube, Gregory Delaney, Kristen Emler, Dan Jeffrey, Brian Cosson, Matthew from Yorkshire, Dan the T-shirt Guy Miller, Ryan O'Reilly, Chris Rankin, David Sakala, Theme Park World Tour, and the notorious Wilson Brothers, Kevin and Tim. Kevin and Tim Wilson
0: both in this this week. All right. Honorary executive producers of this episode of
2: CoasterRadio.com are Todd Houts, John Mahala, Nathan Slater, and Brian Wackler. Yeah, thanks to all of you guys and everybody who listens week after week. I'm excited for live trip reports next week, EB. That's one of my favorite things here at the show. We're going to hear from people all over the country, all over the world calling in from the parks. It's going to be great.
0: Love those live trip reports. If you're at the park, get them in now. Feedback at CoasterRadio.com. Record your audio and Send it to us. Yes, we'll play them
2: right here next week on CoasterRadio.com.
3: Thanks for listening
0: to the original
1: Theme Park Podcast. For CoasterRadio.com, I'm Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers. CoasterRadio.com is a production of Lifthill Media, LLC. The show is intended for private use only and may not be redistributed or broadcast without our express written permission.